Well, here we are once again at the end of the year, and I've recorded, what, three podcasts this year, if that. Uh, So, actually, I think this might be the podcast that we turn things around, we stay committed, we have a new plan, we have same goals, different plans, um, kind of a different approach. So, here's what we're up to now. So, I feel like you kind of have to take this whole grand scheme of rodeoing barrel racing with a grain of salt. Um, I did the, you know, episode before, um, overnight success. Um, sometimes a lot of overnight success is, you know, 10, 20 years in the making. You just start seeing people winning and you're like, oh, well, they must've just, you know, got good overnight and this and that. And usually that's not the case. Um, usually there's a lot of, um, there's a lot more iceberg underneath the surface, but I have really just been putting a lot of thought into this year and this time last year I had, you know, goals. I wanted to fill my permit. I wanted to do this. I wanted this year to be my rookie year. And this time last year, I only had one horse um, that I could run, Betty. Betty was desperately needing a break. Betty was kind of having some soundness issues due to some shoeing issues that we have now finally straightened out. Um, it's taken a year to almost get her back sound. Um, Shiner, you know, was hurt last year. We didn't know when she was going to come back. Um, kind of at the time, didn't think I was going to need a new horse and then got Rosie in March and obviously it clicked, but taking time to get her, you know, to the 1D and the 2D has taken this summer to get her in running shape, get both of her confidence, figuring everything out. So that's kind of to the point we're at now. And I've taken this whole year to really kind of take a step back, maybe kind of baby shiner a little bit more. Um, Not going on a summer run was kind of disappointing, but, you know, the group that I go with, everyone kind of had personal issues and horse issues. So if I did go, I would have went by myself. I would have went out there with a horse that I really didn't, you know, know how she hauls well. I mean, there's a difference in hauling locally and hauling, you know, far, which now I think Rosie would be totally fine. And then Shiner just trying to get her back in shape was kind of a process because when I started riding her again, it was, I was, I was terrified. I was scared she was going to get hurt. I was scared it was going to hurt her. Um, so that was definitely a learning curve that I was not expecting over the summer too. We learned Rosie runs significantly harder outside than she does inside. Um, I don't know why I, I have no idea, but she, I mean, she runs inside, but she loves running big outdoor pins. So that kind of has my plan in motion for next summer as far as what I'm going to do and plans and stuff like that. So went to WPRA finals, entered the permit race. I probably could have entered Shiner, but again, I've kind of babied her. I've not really been on her a whole lot. Um, took Rosie, hit a barrel in the warm up race, ran decent in the first round, hit a barrel in the second round. And that's just me still kind of learning her and learning where I need to place her, where I need to be not getting lazy riding her, I guess. Like you really have to ride her all the way through. So after that, I was like, I'm going to give her a little bit of a break, kind of get the other two lugged back up. And Rosie's very similar to Shiner in the aspect of she stays in shape by making runs. I have not rode that horse all summer. She's been on the exerciser or if I make two to three runs a week, I don't ride her. Like that's the only way I've kept her in shape is by making runs. 
And Shiner's like that too. The more you run her, the faster she gets, but obviously you don't want to waste runs. So kind of puts me in a predicament. So I really have to kind of watch what I do with her through the week and then find somewhere to go. I try somewhere once a week, but this time of year, I'm not going anywhere. It's cold and rainy, and I know air weather's probably much nicer than where a lot of my listeners listen from, but goes into your mental health aspect of things. If I enter a rodeo and I know the weather's going to be bad, it's like, okay, I have to go. It's a, it's a different kind of feeling. It's like, well, I have to go, like, no big deal. But to go to a jackpot when it's 30 degrees and raining, I'm not going to go. I don't want to go. My mental health isn't there. I don't want to be there. So I won't go. I'm not going to make myself go anywhere I don't want to be. And that does include rodeos too. If I don't want to go to a rodeo, I don't want to put it in my mind. You have to enter this rodeo. You have to enter this. Because if you're not winning or you're struggling or you're hitting barrels, you will get burnt out and you will not want a rodeo. Um, so this winter, I can't even say I'm taking a break because I'm not. Um, I ran Rosie. I ran her twice. I ran her Two weeks ago at Santo, and I ran Betty, and then I ran her last week at um, where I'm working at. We have jackpots, so I ran her there. She did really good. And then I have everybody entered in a barrel race on New Year's Eve. Um, it's just in town. It's like 3000 added. Um, the weather's supposed to be nice, so I'm hoping get everybody ran, do well there. And then the first week of January, it picks right back up with rodeos. Um, so I'm kind of trying to plan my work my I'm trying to budget for those rodeos of course having my husband go with me does help financially and so I don't have to go alone and then we're going to still try to get someone else to go with us just again to help and everybody's kind of in the same position I mean if you can split fuel with someone and they're decent company you know you you go with those people um so that's kind of what we're planning right now as much as I don't want to take Rosie to those rodeos she's really the only thing I have in shape um, one of them, I think the ground she can do really good at because it's kind of a harder type, firmer ground, which she kind of thrives on. And then it's a smaller pin, so that's what I'm worried about. Like, is she going to get in there and hit a barrel? But if I just go in there, you know, 9-0, I think she'll be fine. And then the other one I think she would like is just a little bit deeper ground. But until I have, you know, my timing back down with Betty and Shiner back in shape, I'm not going to waste my time taking them to rodeos. I also told myself two months ago when I got back on Betty, I had lost all confidence. Like I took her to a barrel race and we loped a like 25. I I, I don't know why. Like I have no idea. Like I was embarrassed. Wazy was embarrassed. I think everybody was like, what is going on? Um, I, I don't know. Like I don't know what the, the deal was with her and you know, we've tried a couple different things with her and now we've tried some more things and I, well, we've tried some new and took away a bunch and I think it might be working. Um, but I was going to sell her. I was like, you know, I, this isn't fun anymore. I can't get with her. I don't know what happened. We used to make good runs. So I went last Tuesday and had an, and a pretty okay run with mistakes. And I was like, I've made good runs on this horse and you know, she's Ruby buckle eligible, which it's cool. It's great, but I can't commit to going to all of those this year. Um, the one in Guthrie, I'm probably going to go to. I don't know about the one in um, June in Utah because that might interfere with some other plans and goals that we have. Um, with that being said, 
we are planning to go back on a summer run this year and do things similar but different and this kind of where the change of plans go. Um, so when you pro rodeo, you get to claim a circuit. And as a permit holder, it's not a huge factor. Um, some rodeos will only let those circuit permits in, which is why I had to make sure I wasn't going to put myself in a bind. Um, but it, that doesn't really matter unless you have your card and you are trying to make it to circuit finals. Then you can claim other circuits. And Texas is, they're all pretty tough. But Texas is one of the toughest circuits. Everybody knows that. A lot of people that live in Texas don't even claim Texas. Um, they'll claim another one. Or they'll claim it, but don't. Like, their goals aren't really to make it to circuit finals. Which, to each their own. I didn't think that was a goal of mine. Um, but after doing some talking and learning and listening, I've decided to kind of change my claim for which circuit that I want and we'll just see what happens. So I've talked to a couple friends and just kind of knowing what I know from when we went up north last year, um, Betty, that wasn't her type of ground. And I, I, my opinion, I think a horse that runs like that, that's not their type of ground. It's cat litter. And someone was like, what do you mean by like cat litter? I'm like, have you ever picked up cat litter? That's what it is. It's like dry thick sand um and it's kind of firm it's not really deep um if it rains I can probably imagine it's a little different but that wasn't Betty's setup it, it wasn't Shiner I think could do well in it and I think Rosie would excel in that so that's where you kind of have to strategize and be like where does my horses run better at so and from what little I do know um one side of Montana is drastically different than the other. So I think Betty could probably excel in eastern Montana where it's like dirt, but central and western Montana is um, cat litter, essentially. So the, the plan for this year is I did actually claim Montana Circuit, which as a permit holder doesn't really matter. However... Most of the Montana rodeos don't even start until June. We wouldn't go up until June. A lot of the northern Montana rodeos and western Dakota rodeos are co-sanctioned. So if you win money even in another state, it would still if it's co-sanctioned, it still um, technically is your circuit. So again, as a permit holder, it doesn't really matter. However, I'm hoping to get it filled before then, and if I did, I would kind of screw up my rookie year, but this is where you, winning rookie of the year would be great, but going to circuit finals would be cool too, so you kind of just have to weigh your own opinions and kind of what you think you can accomplish, so we would go up the beginning of June, or middle of June, kind of how we did the rodeos up there are pretty close to where we'd be staying. Um, hopefully, we're going to stay in Cody again. So, we would stay in Cody. All the rodeos are less than seven hours away. Majority are five to four hours. You can go up. You can hit two or three in a weekend. So, you're basically driving in a circle. You're not having to drive all over the place. Um so that was kind of my thought process. I'm like, I'm not having to go a lot of miles. I'm not having to make a lot of overnight drives. It's going to be closer. I'm going to be spending less money on diesel, um, kind of, 
Western Montana is full of mountains, but that's what we have Bailey for to drive. So we would probably take two to three rigs again. I'm going to take three horses probably. Bailey's probably going to take one to two. Shay's probably going to take a few. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then my other friend Mandy that goes with us, I'm sure she's going to take two to three. So we may have to be driving a lot more by ourselves and not together, but we can still accomplish a lot of rodeos in not a whole lot of miles. And of course, you know, you have to look at your circuit finals and if, or circuit in general. So if you don't live in a circuit, like if, if I had a Montana address and I lived there, it would be different. But if you don't live in a circuit, then you do have to go to more rodeos um, to get your quote unquote circuit count. And people that in the circuit, they have to go to a certain amount too. Um, we can go to like, I think it's 37 different rodeos between June and September, which is a lot. Um, but you got to think some of these people go to 100 rodeos a year. So... I just feel like my horses would excel better up there. The weather's a lot nicer. I'm, I can go to more where in Texas, we don't have that many rodeos in the summer. Texas has a lot of spring and winter rodeos, but in the summer, I mean, I think we have Belton and Mesquite and Fort Worth every weekend. That's it. I mean, there's not a lot of options, which is why everybody leaves. Everybody goes up north in June and they stay up there till, you know, September when the rodeos kind of pick back up. And as hot as it was last year, I was like, I don't want to be down here in the heat again, which we are already coming into kind of a mild winter, mild wet winter. So I don't think we're going to have that bad of a summer, but you know, it's Texas. You never know. So then, I mean, you know, you never know how your cards are going to fall, but looking at Montana circuit alone, the girl that was in first coming into circuit finals won like $21,000. And I think the girl that was in 12th place coming in had like 3000 So there is a vast difference in money won. However, <laughs> Montana circuit finals are in January in Great Falls. And if you don't know, it's going to be cold, like negative temps. So I'm like, okay, if I want to commit to this, I have to be committed to possibly making a circuit finals and being, you know, freezing cold, driving up there in the snow, like you never know. It's, I don't really know where my brain switched and was like, let's do this. And even if I don't make circuit finals, that's not necessarily my end goals, but I think I have a better chance of filling my permit and winning money to keep me out on the road longer at these rodeos because I do, like I said, think my horses would excel on there and just knowing how my horses run. And this kind of goes into why we went on our summer run a couple years ago and a lot of people are like oh if you don't have your card you don't need to go you don't need to do this blah, blah blah and I'm like if it takes you 10 years to fill your permit then so be it at least you got experience and not everyone is going to have a Cinderella story um that's why it's called Cinderella story they don't happen that often so if you're struggling or you know, you don't really know what you're doing. Don't go on a summer run yet. Learn just how to enter. Learn strategy. You can go to your circuit, whichever that may be, and probably run on 10 different types of ground. Take your horse. Know what setups your horse is like. Like Rosie, like I said, I don't really want to run her at the winter rodeos, but until Shiner or Betty is in better running shape, that's my option. But I'm probably going to let Rosie have a month off in the spring to get her ready for the summer rodeos. Um, 
take those years, months, however long it takes you to fill it and learn. And if I would have been on my rookie card or on my card two years ago, or if I was trying to make circuit finals two years ago when I had Betty in Montana, Betty didn't like that ground. She just, the, her style of running is very four-wheel drive. And when you have dry, shifty, shallow ground, that's not the type of horse you need. And a lot of girls get up there and realize that. So that's kind of the plan for right now. Again, we're starting off with how we did two years ago and this year. Are we even going to be able to go? Are finances going to be right? Is diesel going to be $6 again? Right now, diesel is going back down. That doesn't mean it's going to stay down. So diesel and sound horses are the number one factors in are we going. But come January, I'm going to kind of do like I did on my TikTok. And I've already kind of started pre-planning because I am that person. I'm going to budget like we did. I'm going to stockpile all my stuff so I don't have to get on the road and spend extra money. Because again, you never know where you're going to have to spend extra money. If you have to take a horse to the vet on the road, if you have to pay more money for hay, if you have to buy pellet shavings, pay different prices for overnights, truck repairs, whatever the case may be, I don't want to have to get on the road and have to buy just like random stuff, I guess. My poultices, my paste, my medicines. I'm probably going to take all of my feed with me just because what I'm feeding right now, I will not be able to get that brand on the road. And I know that Um, we do kind of have a hay supplier that we will buy hay from that we bought hay from two years ago. Their hay was really good. It's cheap compared to what we're paying in Texas. So we will go back to them. And of course, you want to budget, you know, for yourself. I hate math. Math makes me cry. But my rodeo math, I have it pretty pretty figured out. So, you know, if it's going to cost you $10,000 in diesel for the entire summer, then start planning now. And, you know, if you have to go back up for circuit finals, you know, try to haul horses, which that's what I'm going to try to do on the way up. If I do take my three and we all take separate rigs, then I'm going to try to find a horse to haul up there. Um, I feel like you're going to get yourself in a bind with diesel more than anything. And, We'll kind of do how we did last year, too, for the summer. Well, obviously, you want to stay out your, you know, if we leave June 20th, you want to stay out through the beginning of September. But (sighs) plan to stay out that long, but plan to come home sooner. So basically, if we're out there through half of June, all of July, come August 1st, if we're not winning checks, if horses are struggling, we're struggling, whatever the case may be, we'll just come home. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I still want to bring as much of my supplements, my paste, um, my poultice, stuff that I'm not, stuff that I don't want to buy on the road. I'm going to bring that stuff in preparation of staying for, you know, the whole time. And that's, that's kind of where everybody was at, you know, last year. And That's where I'm going to make myself be. I'm not going to stay out there and go broke chasing a dream. And I think a lot of people do. And it, it sucks. It's, you got to find the line of, can I pull myself together? Can I stay out here longer and make it work? Or am I going to keep blowing money? And it's a very fine line. Some people can stay out one more week and bam, they start winning money and they get on a streak and they do so good. And some people just can't. And whether there's so many factors in that. I mean, it's your mental preparation. It's your horse's preparation. It's 
or is your, do your horses like the setups? Do they like the ground? Um, or just completely luck of the draw. I feel like that's just rodeo in general. And of course, things can change. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And right now, it's, like I said, raining and gross in Texas. And I need a little bit of a mental break. I need a little bit of a financial break just to kind of catch back up. And for the next two weeks, I'm not going to go anywhere. Um, Wacy is going to Denver for the qualifier this week. Next week, we go to Florida. Next week is, you know, New Year's. And that's when I'm going to take everybody to a barrel race. But for the next two weeks, I'm going to kind of just work and organize and kind of start to get my finances together because I will pretty actively start planning. Um, I'm going to try to do a podcast a week. We know we always say that, but I'm really going to try to get on that and make some time and, you know, start answering some more questions and preparation for the summer, rodeo updates, stuff like that really gonna try to get better about this that is my new year's goal and i think i said that last year we see how that went but we'll see what the year brings and stay tuned 